This is an exclusive presentation from Federated Media. Unholstered. Welcome back. Here we go. It's another edition of Unholstered. My name is Kayla Blakesley. I am just one of your hosts here on Unholstered. I represent the local media side. Good morning, everyone. My name is Sophia Rosales-Catina. I'm a captain with the Fort Wayne Police Department. And welcome back to the show Unholstered. Sophia obviously represents the local law enforcement side. She makes this show work. And Sophia, I think that's important to, to point out that, yes, you make this show work. And on that note... A congratulations is in order. Sophia, um, a big congratulations to you. I actually received the press release from a gentleman named Jeff Jones about you being recognized for exceptional service. Yeah, so this past weekend, I was honored by the Sons of the American Revolution on their Excellence in Law Enforcement Award, namely for the show on Holster, but, but also for my 29 years of law enforcement work here in the city. You know, I talked to Jeff. Um, I knew you were getting the award. He sent me the press release, which I didn't realize they like dressed in full garb for this. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, whoa. There's a few of them that did, and the rest of them were in regular Okay, clothes. well, that was amazing, yes. first of all. Second of all, I was chit-chatting with them, and he said, man, the more and more I dug into her career, then more and more like I realized how incredible of a person she is. And I said, yeah, I always try to stress it on Unholstered. <laughs> She's an incredible police officer, but just as a person, just absolutely remarkable. And I would encourage folks who maybe don't know your whole story to go back to the beginning of the Unholstered podcast and hear hear about some of the trials and tribulations, let's say, that you have faced throughout your career and throughout your life, because it yeah. is pretty pretty staggering. Yeah, and I'll give a shout out to the Sons of the American Revolution because for what they do, they do a lot of community work. They do a lot of work with military, putting wreaths on military graves, um, unmarked graves. They kind of uh, find out where people are buried that maybe have been in past wars to bring them honor and dignity. Um, So they do a lot of work like that. And it is a lineage kind of membership. So you have to have lineage back to the American Revolution, but you can do that through like marriage and stuff like that. You can had had you heard of this organization prior to this award? I had not. Um, and honestly, I'm surprised I didn't because one of the guys who actually kind of helped Jeff find me was a retired officer that I'd worked with for years. I just didn't know he was involved in that until I saw him there on Saturday. Well, congratulations to you. It was a beautiful thing. I thought the write-up about you was great. Again, the the pictures kind of, I was like, oh, whoa, they're (laughs) full full garb. I loved it. It was fantastic. Well, Sophia, glad you're still a part of the show because you've been winning lots and lots of awards. So I'm glad you're here. If you've missed any previous episodes, uh, like the ones all about Sophia, you can download the Unholstered podcast anywhere you download a podcast. I'm so excited to get into today's topic. We've been wanting to get there. It's just the news is the news, right? And things keep popping up. But we've had a rash of vehicle thefts, not only really here within Fort Wayne, Indiana, but I know it's like the popular thing to do these days among young kids. There's the whole TikTok trend right now when it comes to Kias, to steal Kias. I mean, that's really your area of expertise, um, or at least you brought someone in whose area of expertise it yes, really is. So I'm anxious to get to this topic. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about Kias and Hyundais today, namely, but stolen vehicles in general. And I did bring on our auto theft uh, professional from the Detective Bureau, and I'll let him introduce himself. I'm Matt Neubauer. I'm an auto theft detective uh, with Fort Wayne Police Department, and I've been in the department for 25 years. I did not know there was an auto theft detective <laughs> within the Fort Wayne Police Department. Are are these everywhere? Are they in every department? 
Um, I, I don't know. It depends on the department if it's large enough to have an auto theft. But we are large enough to have an auto theft. We and there's a couple of guys, there's two of us, two of yeah. them that do the work, and they do a lot of work. And there's a lot of things that you wouldn't think they would be doing, like salvage titles and things like that. That they ha- they're the only ones that can handle those kinds of things, um, in terms of getting that dealt with for the general public. Um, but there's a lot of things that they do that they don't always get credit for, and people just hear stolen vehicles and they think, oh, they're just you know doing paperwork for stolen vehicles. I'm like, no, he gets out there, gets dirty, climbs under cars and trying to find VIN numbers and things like that. Or What's a typical day look like for you, Matt? Well, typically we start with um, any of the errors or anything that may have happened at the tow yard. Um, neighborhood code will, will tow vehicles in sometimes that don't have VIN numbers uh, or VINs on them or identifiers. Uh, they're also not allowed to open doors to look at secondary uh identification numbers so we'll go clarify those um a lot of times uh there are there are secondary numbers that manufacturers put on the vehicle that we can look at and determine what specific car that is so we'll clear most of that up um in the morning generally and then see what is on hold for us if we had any vehicles recovered at that time we'll also go check those out um print them um and um collect any other evidence for example if a vehicle was stolen on friday night and we recover it monday you know if we've got a receipt from mcdonald's in there for saturday afternoon we'll we'll need to go to mcdonald's and check that okay video. does that really happen are people that dumb if they steal a vehicle then they leave you would re- not believe wow be wow <laughs> not that i'm in the business to steal vehicles but if i was yeah. i yeah. certainly wouldn't yeah. leave a paper trail around right yes from time to time, or or we'll contact the owner and say, "Hey, we found this, this, and that in the car. Is you know, was was the Coke can in the in the center yours? And no, I don't drink Coke. So that we'll take that into evidence and we'll print that, um, just to kind of get a little further in the case. So Matt, I kind of hate this might sound bad, but I hate that there's two of you, right? There's two detectives for auto thefts because that tells me. I mean, you just said it, Sophia. Not even every department has this position, but that tells me it's obviously a problem. Right, that we've got a lot of vehicle thefts. Um, I wouldn't say we have. We have had an increase since this Hyundai, Hyundai Kia challenge, TikTok challenge, had start popped off last year. We've seen an increase, um, and I think, in just in general, we're always going to have people who prey on other people and steal people's stuff, um, cars. Back in the 80s when I, not the 80s when I came on, 80s and early 90s, early 90s when I came on, you know, it was really easy to steal cars. Not so much now because there's so much computerized um, things that need to happen and keys had to have like little codes on them that the code has to attach to the ignition to work. But back when I came on, those columns being punched with a screwdriver and you could easily start them and we had them left and right going on. But once the technology caught up, it was a little more difficult to steal. But now we're seeing that technology is kind of weird, uh, has become fallible, I, I suppose. How and so? now with this new TikTok, TikTok challenge that the kids are doing, um, these Kias and Hyundais are being able to be stolen with just a flash drive or a, a USB cable. Yeah, walk so, me through this, Matt. So part of that is um, there, there are two, two really uh, different brands of, of theft that, that are... Uh, most prevalent the higher end vehicles um mopars your hellcats things like that have gone even further technologically um as as far as keyless entry things like that however 
the more convenient technology becomes, the easier it is to abuse it. So those vehicles would, you know, once you break into those, um, you use the uh, use a computer software program to tell the car that the key is there, um, similar to what locksmiths would use to change huh. the code. There's another um, process a little below that um, technology-wise. You, you, if you've got keyless entry in your car, you walk up to your car, it knows you're there, you can unlock it. Okay, that's because your key fob is always sending out a little signal. Um, and it's it's a soft signal that's that only radiates about you know, 10, 20 feet, but it's, it's there constantly. Um, so if you leave your keys right by your door, Another method is to take the laptop, have a two-man team, take the laptop close to the house, see if you can get that key fob signal, and then they use almost like a radio to, to uh, or a walkie-talkie system to shoot that over to the person by the car, wow. who then has their laptop or, or you know, radio, and then, and then the... Does that make sense? The yeah. key is, is yeah. being transmitted to the car. Then they hop in the car. The kind of like a radio thinks, airwave. It's being transmitted. Yeah. There. Absolutely. Yeah. And the car thinks the key's there. So you can start the car. And then as long as they keep that filled with gas, you, you could drive that anywhere in the country. But that's just the thing, right? You, you couldn't ever stop that car to restart it without being near the key fob. But you could stop that car at your chop shop and have your local keysmith or locksmith re-key or reprogram that ignition system dirty i don't know to me that sounds really complicated and really sophisticated but you're telling me but it's not people have figured this out and it's really not that hard people figure that out that's not hard even so and then the third that is really prevalent in the kia hyundai issue is they have reverted back to um a more mechanical system like sophia talked about in the 80s and 90s where they they do have um you know keyless entry and things like that but the actual guts of the ignition system are very mechanical. That physical key goes in that tumbler and 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 allows you to turn it just like a door lock. Hmm. And what these guys and I don't feel like we're giving away any trade secrets at no, this point. You can it's watch all over any TikTok. Video and find out. If you <laughs> if you simply sadly, sadly. rock that tumbler off the ignition system, there's a little nub under there that you can physically turn and that starts the car. It's no different than what we had in the 80s and 90s. So people have figured this out, and this is like the big trend on TikTok right now, right? What It is. Young people showing themselves. Very young. Juveniles um, have started to partake in these things, these criminal acts. And, you know, the problem is, is like kids... Kids do stupid stuff mm-hmm. all the time. As a kid, I did stupid. I didn't steal cars, but but I did stupid things. We're just going to a level of stupidity based and then topping it with recklessness. Because now what they're doing is they're stealing these cars. We're getting behind them. We're trying to pull them over. And they're taking off. And we're getting in pursuits. And these are lengthy pursuits in, in terms of pursuits. And these they're, these are young juveniles who have... No driving experience. They just think. Oh wow, that young. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> and just you'd be surprised. I'm not going to tell exactly the ages, but um, pretty young juveniles, and they're getting involved in these pursuits. And in a sit on pursuit review, we've talked about that before. Yeah. And you watch these pursuits, and I'm just like, I, you know, well, what do you do? Well, stop chasing them, okay? But then what do you have? Then you have. All lawlessness all around, and people's people expect us yeah, to do our jobs. Yeah, if that's your jobs. car, I'm pretty sure you want the police to go after yeah, it, right? Yeah, and then so 
they're they're very reckless. They're very uh, they're crashing out. No, thankfully, no one has been seriously hurt, but it's a matter of time. It's mm-hmm. a matter of time before someone's seriously hurt or someone dies in these pursuits, and either by them striking someone else or causing an accident, or they themselves running in and crashing into a pole and and ejecting. But so this is, I guess, when I think of car thefts, and this is maybe I blame the movies. I don't know TV shows, what have you. I don't know. I think of car thefts like back in the 90s, you know, like old school with a crowbar or something, you know, or a coat <laughs> the hanger. Burglar yeah, with the, exactly. With the mask something. On. And, and getting them using those like getaway vehicles or, we, hey, we need to steal a car to have as a getaway vehicle. But it sounds like to me, I mean, times have definitely changed. This is more obviously thought out. But and then what? I guess what's the reason just to get views on TikTok? I mean, where, what's the logic behind this? I think it's just to do it. Um, because there's, we've had several vehicle, several juveniles in cars. I mean, it's not just one or two; it's three and four sometimes. Joyriding, they just take the car because they can and take it around the block and crash it out and then drop it off and go find another one. And it, it's happening all over the city. It's not just relegated to one area. However, my area southeast has seen the most of it, and that's because it, the the perpetrators live mm-hmm. in, in my area. So. And primarily the Kias, right? Primary Kia and Hyundai. Mm-hmm. Both of those um, can be stolen in the same manner. And this is almost a, um, two different things. I mean, technically it, it is auto theft, but you do still have your auto shoppers, your auto theft um, <clears throat> Take them to shops. the chop shop on purpose, Take right? Take them to the yeah. chop shop, steal them for parts, steal them to ship them overseas. Um, those, those guys go for high-end cars, very specific cars. Um, we had a very expensive luxury uh, SUV taken um, a couple of years ago from a dealership here, and we found it in a shipping container ready to go over to West Africa. Uh, the New York Port Authority found that for us. So that is still going on. Um, this uh, Kia Hyundai trend um, is, is really more about juvenile delinquency. It's not for the car parts. It's not for the car as a whole. It's not monetary at all. Um, it's it's to joyride, and the trend is to joyride and, and wreck the car and film yourself doing it. Wow. Yeah. So how, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, but like you said, until yeah. someone gets seriously hurt, if yeah. not worse, killed. And when he talks about the cars being stolen, too, motorcycles are included. Harleys are a huge, huge Thing that gets stolen around here a lot. We find them all the time. Sometimes we don't find them because those are very easily, you know, I, hidden, I guess. Well, and I had a very old, respected uh, Harley mechanic in town joke with me one time. He said, you know, son, a Harley's worth more taken apart than it is put together. Oh, wow. Just in aftermarket parts. Yeah. So, so then walk me through this. Let's say it's one of the, the situations of, of a young person figured out how to take a Kia, I guess. What do you do then, Matt? What is your role from there? Like, walk me through that process of how you go looking for this young person who took it, if this car has crashed somewhere. I mean, what, what do you do? Well, if the car's found, I mean, obviously, we go through our, our typical evidence collection. And, um, uh, like we talked about before, mm-hmm. you know, receipts, fingerprints, what they leave behind in the car, um, things like that. If, if uh, someone's caught in the vehicle, you know, during a pursuit or right after, um, they're arrested and uh, we will work up the case uh, for court. We'll do the probable cause affidavit. We'll, we'll write a um, report with all the details in it and send that over to the prosecutor's office uh, for, for charges to file uh, for a warrant. Um, if they're juveniles, uh, the juvenile division handles that for us. Okay. We'll, we'll do the part of processing the vehicle because uh, Steve and I are pretty... Um, uh, 
pretty well versed in in what we can get prints off and what we can't uh what types of surfaces are best where people normally put their hands when they're when they're driving uh that sort of thing um but uh, juvenile division would handle the actual charges with juvenile court what if you can't find the car and they're there you have no idea who took it that that does happen i mean we've got cars that that just don't come back Hmm. Um, that's They're in a shipping container. Yeah, in yes, New York. absolutely. Now you are in the river. Yeah, uh, you're riding, maybe drive it into the river, drive it into a lake, and you wouldn't find that until maybe the water recedes, and then you say, "Oh, there's a plate sticking up. What is this?" Yeah. Um, so there's just lots of places where these cars can end up in chop shops too, and part it out. I mean, there's so many ways. We generally can recover most things, and with the Kia and Hyundai's, I will say we are making a lot of arrests. We are actually catching these these kids in these cars, but again, it's juvenile law, completely different than a than adult. <laughs> what are the charges law. for an adult? It's the same charge, but how they're handled is completely different. What is the charge? Uh, it be well, it be uh, possession of stolen property, and then if they're involved in a pursuit, it would be uh, resisting law enforcement by fleeing in a vehicle, which is a felony. And as well as the stolen vehicle is a felony as well. It's a level level six felony theft. Wow, I didn't know that, I guess. Yeah, yeah running from the police in a vehicle is a felony. So running from the police physically, like on feet, is a misdemeanor. Right, okay, so but yes. if you're in a car. But if you're it's in a, a car. Because it's such a that. dangerous thing to do. I mean, people, it makes sense. People what? die from doing that. Yeah. So including officers. What's the penalty then? Let's say you do catch them and they are fleeing in the car. Why are you laughing at uh, me? <laughs> Oh, penalties, yes. Let's just say it's very frustrating to be on yeah. our end when we're doing this, especially when you have repeat people, but adults and juveniles, repeat offenders, and you just want mm-hmm. something to happen meaningful and nothing seems to happen. As we always say, you're just there to enforce the law. You I don't am, make them out law. And we get frustrated law, yeah. too. Um, and and it, I don't know, things probably will end up changing. Um, I would see in the future probably. Well, that was going to be actually my next question with the way technology has changed and we're seeing stupid TikTok challenges uh, like the one we're talking about here. Do you see the laws changing within the next couple of years? I think that I, I would love to see our um, auto theft law tweaked a little bit. Um, certainly got some uh, sentences I would I would add to it. Um, but I think for the most part, theft covers it. I mean, it broad brush covers it well. Um, it's not your car. You, you you know, uh, you took it. Um, whether we get it back or not, that's it's the same same felony. The, the victim's still out. Uh, the use and value of their car. Uh, it's it's um, more of a headache than I think people realize. Mm-hmm. To the aftermath of dealing with your insurance company, even tow fees. I mean, some of these folks can't afford to get their car out of impound after even after it's found i mean sometimes that's a struggle so i don't these these guys really don't realize what they're putting people through for that little that little 30 second clip yeah it's it's unfortunate and it, i think it just goes just one more level of kind of our society is falling mm-hmm. um there's just no accountability um, even when you arrest, and it just doesn't go for auto theft, it's for other things. I mean, you have repeat offenders of shoplifting, and how many times do we have to go through this mm-hmm. before there, something is actually meaningful enough that it sends a message? I, I, I don't know. The, I hope the laws change. I mean, I Sophia, think, it's what you said. It's going to take someone getting killed for anything to change or be different. Yeah, and and that's my worry because, I mean, it could be anyone. It could be your child. It could be you. It could be me. Um, and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to die over something st- stupid as stealing a car. A joyride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And like I said, kids are dumb. I get it. But at some point, they have to be held accountable for what they're doing, especially if it's repetitive um, actions that they're doing um, and not being held accountable on some level. Matt, are you naturally like a car guy? How did you even get into this area as it being your <laughs> Is expertise? He a car guy? <laughs> no, I am. I always have been since high school. Okay. I mean, I loved. I've got. Uh, we actually had family history. Uh, Merkler Drive here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, that was my grandfather and his brothers. Uh, actually built race cars in the 40s and 50s no here in Fort Wayne. So that's, yeah, just just raised to love that stuff. And once the spot became open, it was it was almost one of those, I think I just got it by luck. Um, they needed somebody who needed to help um, in auto theft a little bit and needed to help with pawn shops a little bit. And it was a little vague, the opening they needed in property crimes. And a lot of guys were like, no, no thank you, because it just sounded sounded like a nightmare. And I was as soon as I heard auto theft, I'm like, I'll try that. Um, and just by, um, you know, uh, guys retiring one after the other, um, here I got the permanent spot, and here and I that's, am. That's a lot of times how those positions open up, right? Yeah. I mean, is someone retires and it's... Yeah, because people like those positions because normally people holding those are the car people or mm-hmm. or have, you know, we have a domestic violence unit and, you know, some maybe they have domestic, some kind of domestic issues in, in their lifetime. They're passionate. They're, the yeah, they're passionate, passionate about what they do. Yeah. Not, not everyone. Some people are just stuck there because there's no, you know, there's no spot for them. But, you know, some people in juvenile love kids and some mm-hmm. people work sex crimes, you know, are passionate about catching these creeps mm-hmm. that, that prey. So I think it's just, you know, that's why we it's, we're fortunate enough to have several areas where people can go where they can find that passion and make a difference. So if Sophia calls in, she stumbles across one of these Kias, I don't know, let's say driven into a tree. I don't know. Does she? Do you immediately call in you, Matt, or Steve? Is that your counterpart's yes, name? Steve? Yep. Is that how that works, or does Sophia process that scene and give? Like, how does that all logistically work? So they'll they'll take the car, they'll pry it off the the phone pole or whatever, and tow it. Um, if they if they believe it's been used in the commission of another crime, um, they'll they'll take it to uh, our evidence locker, or um, uh, the, otherwise they'll take it to the impound lot, and they'll um, note. Technically, they will note on their report, they'll, they'll put an, an alert um, that uh, for auto theft. And then in the morning, we get all those. Like, we will see. I walk in in the morning. So you walk in and bam, here you I go. I got a shit. Oh, yep, geez. here's the three that were stolen last night. I've got a list of what was stolen, what was recovered. Um, Are you ever short for work, Matt? No, never. never. <laughs> Unfortunately, right? Yeah, well, there's only two of them, right? For right? a city of almost 300,000, even in the county, because of those, sometimes the county things can come into the city. So you're talking 400,000 is two people. So it's a lot of work, potentially. Um, and just so we can get into things into perspective, you know, I'm the stats person. So <laughs> between July and now, we've had 104 Kia and Hyundai stolen and recovered. Be- like July, July of this, this year. year. Holy yeah. Smokes. And we've had 31 attempts to steal a Kia or a Hyundai since September 1st. So, so essentially they tried to get their little computer system in there and it didn't work out? What? Yeah. They, so that the attempt, we, we've noted either it's got a broken window and a punched column or uh, and that has to have those two monikers um, to actually hit this stat. Um, but if it doesn't have a column and just the broken windows, we don't note that it's a Kia or a Hyundai in our reporting because it doesn't, we don't have to. So that could be a thwarted. They, someone could have walked up when they heard the broken window and they were just scared off. So there, the attempts could be higher and probably are. Um, but, but this has gotten so bad that we are now, we've added a, a module to our um, template 
of a make of a vehicle so we can add that and keep track of Kia and Hyundai specifically hmm. um, because there's it's been such an increase for us we just we need to figure out how to how to deal with it and that's just those two brands yeah yeah but th- because they're so significant in the increase of our stolen yeah. vehicles we we decided to take to you know put the make of the vehicle in the template for okay. our officers. We've only got two minutes, and this is the question I wanted to ask from the beginning, but I was saving it for last. <laughs> and that is, what can what can we do, the owners of these vehicles who have this Great keyless question. entry? Like, is there anything we can do to be proactive? Absolutely. We, okay, what can we do? So if you've got uh, a higher-end uh, Mopar, for example, or a key that uh, you know is keyless entry, things like that, um, keep your keys away from your front door. Keep them back further in the house. If you want to be extra, you can put them in a in a metal-lined little lockbox or, or uh, bag at night. Uh, but take them upstairs to the bedroom with you or take them to the back of the house. Don't have them right by the front door where somebody can just grab that signal. Because remember, that signal's going out. 10 to 20 um, feet, you said. Absolutely. Huh. Um, so just that's any vehicle. Keep that safe. That's <laughs> any vehicle. That really is. I'm rethinking my whole life right now. <laughs> right? And the, the Kia's Nandis are all mechanical. That's a mechanical theft. So um, that is just a matter of um, it doesn't have to be impossible to break into. It's just got to be harder than the next guys. So keep your porch lights on. Keep it parked where you can see it. Um, I know it's convenient. Folks, We've so many cars. Yeah, I left the keys in it, or I had an extra mm-hmm. set of keys in the glove box. Kids are going to go through your car and looking for change in, in your car wish coupons and all the other stuff you can steal out of a car. Don't give them the key. Um, take that in the house with you. Um, but just, yeah, if, if Kia's and Hyundai's, keep an eye on them. Uh, the club, um, some kind yeah. of mechanical. Remember the club from <laughs> yes, the 80s? I do. I Great do. idea. They're coming back. That is probably the only Sexy. thing that will save you. Really? On a Kia or Hyundai. And and we're talking from 2006 to like 2021 because that software program will allow someone to take that car. So you're gambling if you're in between that and you're not, well, you don't have a steering wheel block on there. The club is specific brand, but... Uh, yeah. But still, um, so if you any have to of park those. outside, maybe you live downtown I, or, yeah. or what have you, and you don't really have any other defense... They will not steal your car with the club on it. They cannot if you if you place it properly. Don't they have like you can't fake, just leave it on the seat? Aren't there fake ones though? You can just like put up there and it looks that <laughs> looks like it. They're like twenty bucks. You can find them on any kind of internet shopping. Okay, I won't name, but you know the big one. Yeah, you can find it on there. Just punch in the club or a steering wheel mechanism device or. We're now we're, that's going to be the new trend now. We're gonna... <laughs> and but that's a surefire way to keep your car where it is. Yeah. And they're not going to take it. They can't. Can't drive it. So that's it. Well, Matt, thanks for coming in. I feel enlightened. I'm still blown. I did not realize pursuit, uh, fleeing law enforcement in a vehicle was a felony. That's still, I don't know why I didn't know that or how yeah, I that didn't changed know that. a few years ago. It wasn't always, but it did change a few years ago. That like blowing my mind. Really good stuff. We might have to bring you back. Who knows if more <laughs> of these trends will pop. Let's hope we don't have to bring you back, Matt. Let's hope. Hope not, but happy to be here. If you have missed any previous episodes of Unholstered, you can download the Unholstered podcast anywhere you download a podcast. Your town, your team, your topics. This is Unholstered. Thanks for listening to Unholstered. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search Unholstered. Podcasts by Federated Media.